Jones, 30, 35, 40, east of midfield, and then every catch. The Show Me Your News Network proudly presents Down the Sidelines. And now, representing the Michigan Wolverines and the West Virginia Mountaineers, you may know them as Yoko and I'm a Beast, it's Peter Stasia and Joel Orndorff. Welcome back to the Gridiron. I'm Peter. And I'm Joel. And Down the Sidelines is the sports podcast that debates and predicts the latest in the athletic world. We are part of the Show Me News Network, and this is the 59th episode of the podcast on March 17, 2014. That's been a while, a few weeks, but now we, we had to wait that extra week because it's now tournament time. And St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and St. Patrick's Day. Hey, we have, have a drink, and we actually have drinks here, so... Yeah. We're getting in the, the festive mood, as it were. Joel, as I take a, a sip of this big house straight bourbon whiskey oh, from uh, <laughs> from the 155th episode of Show Me Your News last night, mm-hmm. which will not get that intoxicated this time around, how have you been? I've been good. Um, just like, I don't know, I, I was like about to go out the door this morning. I was like, oh, a little bit of green, like... Just because I know a few people like in classes and stuff that would definitely give me a hard time if I didn't. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like, you know, it's it's supposed to be like the first day back from spring break, but like there were a ton of kids that weren't in class, and I can imagine why. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably a heavy drinking Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been good. Unfortunately, my team didn't make the NCAA tournament, but no, uh, they just sorry. probably played the worst game I've ever seen them play in my life. <laughs> I think they shot like 19% for the whole game. Well, Michigan um, wasn't too impressive in the Big Ten you know, final. At least either. they got to the final. I, I mean, I they, know, they but... probably played the hottest team in the country. So. Yeah, if you're I don't know ESPN. what it is about. Michigan State, this time of the year, it's like, even if they're just awful, they get everybody back from injury, and they're just amazing. It seems like it. You're preaching the choir. This is every <laughs> year here in the state of Michigan. Um, it's not even... It's, it's always what happens. Every you know, Michigan State fan is just like, oh, well, you know, the regular season doesn't matter, even <laughs> though Michigan sweeps them both games. Like oh it's it's in March that's when Izzo's is best and well I mean you know we we could talk a little bit about like the the conference championships yes, yes. themselves like the tournament games a little bit before I a mean, lot the of main a episode lot of, of main point of this episode though is you know we have our brackets it's yeah the Monday after selection Sunday the day after we're gonna break down our brackets and we're gonna see how well they hold up and you know tell you about the uh, the ESPN group for Show Me Your News Network yeah um. Just, but anyway, yes, you're just right. Just like a redo of the old one. Um, but yeah, it, um, I, I guess you could say a few of the favorites won their, their tournaments, but there were a lot of surprises, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and like as a result, that's how you kind of, I mean, you know, it's supposed to be based on the whole season, of mm-hmm. course. You know, that's how they're supposed to look at them. But, um, you know, if you take... Uh, because uh, we were all asking who was the other one seed going to be. We weren't really sure about one of them. Mm-hmm. There were a couple teams that were up for that spot. Um, you know, that's like take a team like Louisville, for example, who won the regular season in their conference, and then they also won the conference tournament. Um, same situation with the team who ended up being one seed, Virginia. They yeah. they won the regular season and the tournament. Um, 
But then, like, you have to talk about, like, seeding-wise. I mean, I guess we could even just go through them and be like, you know, what do we think of this seed? I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't think we necessarily have to go, you know, one by one. But just mm-hmm. some of the trends that we notice, um, the American Conference, which is, you know, the reformed Big East, what they're, they're trying to... Like, yeah, like the football schools. Essentially, yeah. Uh, not a lot of respect from the uh, committee... Mm-hmm. You know, ranking these teams, Louisville as a four is shocking, and yeah, in a way, and and you know that uh, a lot of people mention that you know Wichita State is the one seed in that region, and they put them through the ringer. Yeah, I mean, we list off uh, Kentucky is the eight seed. Um, let's see, Louisville is the four seed. Connecticut as a seven. Yeah, seven. Um, uh, Duke is the three seed. Texas is the seven seed, and Michigan is the two seed. That is a very, very tough side of the bracket. I mean, at the same time, though, you know, Wichita State only played four teams or had four games against teams that have made the tournament. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they're four and zero because they obviously ran the regular season undefeated. Which kudos to them, thirty four and zero. That's it's a hell of a uh, yeah. I mean, season. we can also talk about why they probably, you know, no one would have a problem with them being a one seed. You know, they they won all the games they should have won, and they've had success in the past. They've had a lot of success in the past. They were in the final four last exactly. year, exactly. And you know, as many people mentioned, this is a much better team than that team. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, I mean, people, I you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the final four. There's, I think it's going to be tough to get there because I think every game you can't slip up mm-hmm. because your opponents are going to be tough. But um, th- I mean, they could they can go there. That I wouldn't be surprised. There's potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also really surprised with Wisconsin as a two. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know Wisconsin had a good year, um, but I would I could have easily seen Louisville as a two, and Wisconsin I think would make a fine three. Uh, same thing with Michigan State. I know they've definitely struggled. You know, the later half of the year they lost. You know, six out of ten games. Mm-hmm. You know, down the home stretch. But them as a four, uh, a little lower. Oh yeah. But at I the mean, same time, they put them in an easier. It, yeah, it def- yeah, it definitely makes it. Re- I'd I'd say Wisconsin probably has the easiest path to get all the way to playing Arizona. I yeah. mean, out of to playing a one seed. Um, which I mean, usually that's what you want for the two seed, but um. I went back and I looked at their schedule. I think it's based on the number of wins they have against the top 50. Mm-hmm. Isn't that usually, that's usually like a big thing? Uh, or is it top 25 or something like that? Yeah, one of the two. Well, yeah, it's like the top 50 in the RPI or something like yeah. that. Um, and they've beat so many teams that are in the tournament that are pretty good seeds. Like, didn't they beat Michigan State? They, they beat Florida, didn't they? I thought maybe they, uh, they did. may have earlier. It's just hard yeah. to say. Like early in the year, mm-hmm. I mean, that's still the same Florida team. Yeah. So like, it's like that's kind of how they do it. And I think it was based on the number of wins they had against those teams as to why their seeding was good. Like not, yeah. How how far did they get in the Big Ten tournament? Uh, Michigan State crushed them in the semifinals. Okay. All right. But it, and it's just, in, just annihilated them. Like that first half it's was a just a different disgusting. Wisconsin team than like what everybody's kind of used to. 
A little Usually more scoring. They, they have, slow the game down a lot. and uh, They can score the ball better. They have a big man, Kaminsky, Frank Kaminsky, who you know, is a, a strong Their whole team's pretty big. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you look at them size-wise. Um, uh, you know, Syracuse, it's, it's amazing how far they fell. Mm-hmm. The last you know few weeks of the season, uh, this was an undefeated team going along the same time as Wichita State, and and they just started losing games. And I have a coworker who went to undergrad at Syracuse, and so we were following the whole year. And he was just saying, you know, they gotta gotta lose one so that they you know kind of you know rein in their focus. You know, they don't get too cocky. And <laughs> they just started losing more. Uh, it was. That's not, that was an unfortunate fall. Yeah, usually, I mean, usually when we watched them in the past, you know, especially when they were in the Big East, um, it was uh, you, what they did in the tournament. Usually, that is whatever would tell people, oh, well, they're gonna do pretty well in the NCAA, mm-hmm. and they, you know, get to Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of we don't really know, but I still think they're one of those teams that. Is they're really hard to prepare for because of that two three zone. Yep. I I mean I've seen amazing offensive teams just struggle against them, and it's like it people. It seems like an easy concept to try and score against it, but people can't figure it out. Yeah, it's so. tricky. I think those are about like the main things that you know stand out. So, are you happy with Michigan being a two seed? Yes. Um, do you think I, if they would have beat Michigan State, you'd give them a one seed? That would have Virginia. Been, that would have been the uh, predicted bracketology pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they I said think, that it, I think it was, they were the next. Yeah, they were the next one, uh, and it would have been if either Michigan or Wisconsin won the Big Ten tournament. That would have given them the the one seed. But I'm fine with the two. I don't want you know that excess pressure, and I don't think it's a team. That while they can be dangerous, I don't think they go as far as last year, which I think you'll see from my bracket. I, I, I always get sad when they put like teams that I think are gonna do like really really well. Like they'll, I'll get up to a certain point and be like, oh man, they have to play each other before yeah. the final four or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, this would have been an amazing game. Like if only, like if their seeding would have been just a little bit different, maybe they could have. Mm-hmm made it there but I don't, I don't know i mean i'm happy with the two though i mean it's representative they had you know their one of their first they well the first you know time they were seeded number one in the big 10 tournament ever mm-hmm. uh, um, their first you know regular season you know sole big 10 championship since you know the mid 80s so uh, um, it's a good season for michigan yeah. oh um providence won the new big east Oh uh, yeah, which is um, it's sad that it's not it's not the same at all. Like no one cared about this Big East tournament. Yeah, I mean, Garden. I mean, I, it was kind of like once Villanova went down, which well, that was huge news because they were one of the teams a lot of people thought was going to be a one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, after that happened, you know, everybody kind of just didn't pay attention to it. Um, and there's still some really, I mean, there's you know, Doug McDermott is. Uh, essentially going to be the player of the year and um you know we we, i'm sure we'll talk about their matchup Mm -hmm. um but uh you know so and then i i just heard something the other day about like if province wouldn't have made like won all those games they might not have even been in the tournament yeah so well cal poly cal poly is another one and they're right now in the 
the first round, but really it's the play-in game. Yeah. Let, let's be honest. Uh, Cal Poly is a team that's 13-19. and 19, mm-hmm. And they won their, you know, their conference. They get to play Texas Southern. And then the winner goes and plays Wichita State. I, I don't really agree with NC State getting in to the tournament. I don't think the ACC necessarily deserved another team. Yeah. Considering that there was a team that was actually ranked that didn't get into the tournament. Yeah, that is the big snub uh, with Southern Methodist, Larry Brown's team, the you know longtime basketball coach, really bringing that program back around. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in the last... Last uh, rankings of the year, they were number 25. Yep. Uh, the fact that that doesn't count is pretty unreal. It's, I don't know. I just, like, it was weird because I heard uh, Duke's coach, you know, talking about how, oh, you know, they should put another, ACC, ACC deserves another team. And I was like, I don't know about that. Um, I mean, I do kind of agree with, like how they should maybe like change how they mm-hmm. they they pick teams. Like I, I think maybe if you actually did have uh, old coaches who do not coach anymore involved, who because you know they do scout like when they were they scouted and they they learned a lot of things when they were actually coaching that I think would be useful mm. to help these teams because you don't want to match you don't want to like do kind of what they did with. Uh, like we were just talking about with Wichita State, that's you don't really want that. <laughs> you don't want to stack a region that much. And you know, at the very least, put Southern Methodist in one of those playing games. I'll tell you what, Iowa should not have been included. Oh no, yeah, they lost horribly in their first round in the Big Ten tournament. They lost the number eleven seed out of twelve to Northwestern in the first Jeez. round of the Big Ten tournament. Like, you can't do that and say like, oh yeah, that's a team that's deserving. I'm getting in there. So uh, it's that's crazy. <sighs> so let's start with each of our four regions. We're going to mm-hmm. start in the upper left side of the bracket. And this All is right. the south region mm-hmm. where the overall number one seed, Florida, reigns. And I'm going to take a drink of this whiskey for each section of the bracket that we start. So And, and Florida definitely... Ooh. The deserving of the number one overall out of all the one seeds. Um, only losing two games with that schedule is pretty impressive. Yeah, and it was excuse me, it wasn't a uh, a recent loss. They've been keeping their streak going. Oh no, it's yeah, very impressive. And um, was I think uh, they just beat Kentucky by one point or something after no, that yeah, game recently. looked like it was over. Uh, pretty early, um, so I, I actually think that's probably the reason that people are giving are are really riding the Kentucky bandwagon right now, right. which is kind of ridiculous when I think yeah, about but, it. But and actually, uh, well, before we start, classes, I guess do something. before we start, uh, I do have to make mention that uh, the episode I think it might have been forty six where we mm-hmm. predicted you know the number one seeds. I tried to go back and listen to it. And it was one that I was not on. We had a our friend decaf seventy eight David mm-hmm. on, and I I couldn't pick out the moment where you listed the the predictions for the number one seeds, mm-hmm. so I I you know didn't have that. But like we do on down the sidelines when we make our predictions, we make our picks separate oh, yeah. of each other. 
Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, we're gonna list them off here for you and for each other. Yeah, and I mean, if you if you wanna, you have until what? Let's see, Thursday, Thursday. at twelve o'clock. If yep. you want to join the uh, the tournament challenge on ESPN, uh, if you don't have an account, just make your account real quick. And I, I put the link um, in the down the sidelines section of the mm-hmm. forums. And uh, showmeyournews.com slash forum. We'll also have it in our show notes mm-hmm. or at showmeyournews.com slash DTS. You can just, you know, if you did it last year, you can just rejoin. And uh, I, I believe there's already like seven people signed up for it now. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, and you and it, don't, it won't display anyone else's stuff. Like there's stuff until later. So mm-hmm. um, you can't go and look at there what they picked but right. really like i like i put a little explanation you don't really need to know anything about basketball to do this it's oh no yeah you I, could pick which just, mascot you like the best which what mascot colors, would eat yeah or beat you know kill the other mascot you could flip a coin and do that <laughs> just whatever um it's just for fun and if you get every single game correct which i don't think anyone ever has um yeah. you you win a billion dollars so that's a thing. That's a thing. Um, and I mean, it's like the lot. It's really like the lottery, considering how many people fill these out. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that's there. So it's, it's a fun time of the year. The March Madness is going to begin soon. Hey, Thursday at noon. Yeah. I'm going to be on a plane. Oh boy. So it's to Los Angeles. So they better have the TV. Built in on the flight, so I can at least start watching. <laughs> uh, yeah, they definitely should. I, I like. I even feel like they need, because um, you know they have um, video. Like you can watch all the stuff, but like a video wouldn't be the best thing if you're trying to. Like I know you had an experience with trying to pay for very oh, slow yeah, internet Wi-Fi, before. Oh my god. Um, they should like also have straight audio too. Yeah. Like I hope they have that option for all this well, at least stuff. Something. Well, I mean that. That flight would try to watch the, the AFC and NFC championship. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that was one thing to try to catch like a live stream and you know video and all that when the service specifically blocked live streaming video and I had to resort to not that stable audio. That was that was a story for another time. But, you know, for some of these flights, especially when you're going across the country, like they have the, uh, you know, screens built into the headrest and satellite TV and all that. So... Keep my fingers crossed for that. It's not a the longest flight, you know, from Detroit to Los Angeles, but you know when it's the start of the tournament, <laughs> like it's, and I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there, and then I go to Texas. So fun, fun, fun. Yeah, and um, I believe tonight um they're not. I think they're announcing the women's brackets for the uh, women's NCAA tournament. Um, and then I believe that the NIT, the men's NIT starts tomorrow night because I know we have to play tomorrow night. So. Well, you also have the uh, the playing games. Oh, I'm sorry, the first round tomorrow night. So Yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday, I think, is yeah. those. And then and then you've got all-day basketball for mm. a couple of days, it's a beautiful which is thing. awesome. It's, it's the best thing if you are at, in a position where you can watch them. Let's start in that... South Regional, in the upper left part of the bracket. Um, I, we don't really need, I don't think, to you know explain our reasoning unless you mm-hmm. want to give like a quick sentence or two, because otherwise we could just go on for hours. Yep. Um, I have Florida beating 
the winner of Albany and Saint uh, Mount St. Mary's. And I did watch some of that Albany uh, Stony Brook game. It was uh, mm-hmm. it's quite yeah. the gym they were playing in. <laughs> uh, I've got Florida winning in the one sixteen. Uh, I have Pitt beating Colorado, uh, the nine eight upset. Mm-hmm. VCU and Stephen F. Austin. VCU the five and it's the five twelve. I have Stephen F. Austin Ooh. beating a not as strong VCU team as in years past. Mm-hmm. They'll face off in my bracket against UCLA, beating Tulsa in the four thirteen. Ohio State and Dayton. I think Dayton can be a hot shooting team. Ohio State not as strongly you know team as years past. Give me the Flyers of Dayton to upset Ohio State mm-hmm. in the 11-6. Not only do I think it's an upset that can happen, but also because I am a Michigan Wolverine. So, not motivated by that at all. <laughs> um, I got Syracuse beating Western Michigan in the 3-14. New Mexico against Stanford. I'll take the Lobos of New Mexico in the 7-10. Kansas moving on to face Eastern, or against Eastern Kentucky to face Mexico. So, in the round of 32 in the South Regional, Florida against Pitt, Stephen F. Austin against UCLA, Dayton against Syracuse, and New Mexico against Kansas. What about you, Joel? Alright, I've got uh, Florida over the winner of the play-in game. Um, I think that, you know, they it'll probably be one of those very lopsided scores mm-hmm. that we're used to from early one seeds versus 16 seeds. Uh, got Pittsburgh over Colorado. You know, Pittsburgh played pretty well in the um, the ACC tournament. Um, I think VCU's experience will really kind of, you know, lead them at least a little ways in the tournament. Um, they're, uh, they're still one of those teams that can just turn the ball over and score. Yep. Like, like that. Um, I really liked how UCLA was playing. I mean, they won. They won the Pac-12 uh, tournament. Um, so I mean, you know, if they, if they can keep up that kind of energy, because Arizona Arizona's a great team, and they just took it to them. Um, I think Ohio State will win because I mean they played Michigan tough. Like I know that it was a rivalry game and everything, but you know they still they still have really good players. Can I just mark in the annals of podcast history and marking great moments in Michigan Ohio State history? The <laughs> final shot that Aaron Kraft oh, I tried to comment. get off. Oh my goodness! The, the phantom, phantom shot. Kraft shot. Oh man! And then you had Doug Gottlieb of CBS trying CBS trying to explain. Oh well, the balls aren't as tacky; they aren't as slick, and what you know. Yeah, no, no. Aaron Kraft got what he deserved for being an annoying player. <laughs> Granted, one you'd want on your team, yeah. but he's a very physical defender. You know, scrap, scrappy do. Yeah, definitely. Aaron Kraft. Um, so, uh, yeah, glad that happened. Yeah, I think Syracuse will handle Western Michigan pretty easily. Um, I think I think New Mexico is pretty good, and I I just I don't know as much about the Pac-12 outside of like two or three teams, so, um, you know, and I've what I've seen in New Mexico I like, mm-hmm. uh, and then I think Kansas even without uh, 
Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid yep. um, will, will be just fine. I don't, I don't think they'll need him at all for Eastern Kentucky. So I have Florida against Pittsburgh, PCU against UCLA, which could be a really good game. Um, Ohio State versus Syracuse, and New Mexico versus Kansas. Mm-hmm. All right, going on to the Sweet 16 in that bracket. I'll take Florida over Pitt. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you know, Pitt's been having a good... Oh, they're actually doing the uh, the women's tournament now. All right. Yeah, UConn is the number one overall seed. Uh, no then shock there. <laughs> they're undefeated. So is Notre Dame, so they're a top seed. And then Tennessee and South Carolina SEC teams representing the top South, seeds in the South West. Carolina, that's new. There you go, it's yeah. Not, yeah. It's not Stanford. Yeah. No. There you go, breaking that news here on down the sidelines when it happens. I'd huh? say I'd say if we weren't in the Big Twelve, then Baylor would have definitely got a one seed, but we messed them up this year. So Yes. Uh so yeah, Florida over Pitt. I've liked what Pitt's done in the ACC tournament, but I think Florida is just too strong. Mm-hmm. I'll take Stephen F. Austin as a sleeper to go to the Sweet Ooh. 16 and a big upset over Eucla, uh for the Bruins. So I'll have a Florida Stephen F. Austin matchup in the Sweet 16. That would uh, be something. It would be. <laughs> be. I'll take uh, I'll take the Q's over Dayton. I think you know Dayton, the Dayton, Ohio State. You have that Ohio battle, uh, but I think Syracuse is just too much for. You know, a, a Dayton team. And then Kansas over New Mexico. New Mexico, a strong team. I could see that upset happening. But I think, you know, Kansas is motivated to get to the next round. And, uh, you know, Andrew Wiggins, he's still on track right now to be one of the, the top picks as long as Embiid has health concerns. Yeah. So, in the Sweet 16, I have Florida and Stephen F. Austin. Uh, gutsy pick, I'm, I must say. <laughs> and, a, uh, and Syracuse against Kansas to a storied matchup there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I have uh, Florida versus VCU, and I think that game will be um, a lot. Oh, wait. Wait a second. No, wait. I have Florida versus Pittsburgh. Is that right? Okay, Florida so, and Pittsburgh, yeah. Yeah, Florida versus Pittsburgh. And so, of course, I have Florida winning. Then I have VCU versus UCLA, and I have VCU mm-hmm. winning a close game there. Um, Ohio State versus Syracuse. I have Syracuse over Ohio State. And New Mexico versus Kansas. And I believe for that game, they, they might actually have him back. Mm. They were saying that they actually, if they could get through this first one, they might have him back okay. by then. But that all depends on how he's doing. So. Yeah, I would figure I mean, at least by the for, Sweet 16. Yeah, if, if he is somehow healthy by that time they could be very dangerous because, I mean, he completely changes them defensively. So. Especially with those Big 12, the, the official calls. You know? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know, Dino, um, don't get you started. Um, so then I have, then I'll have Florida versus VCU mm-hmm. um, and Syracuse versus Kansas. All right, so we got a similar matchup there. I'll have Florida beating Stephen F. Austin. I don't think that's much of a surprise there. I think, you know, the luck runs out and the superior team wins there. Syracuse and Kansas. I think this is where you start to see Syracuse's, you know, end of the season struggles start to trip up uh, there. So you know, Kansas with you know a very experienced coach and Bill Self. You know, Jim Beheim on the other side as well. But I think you start to see the struggles of uh, you know Syracuse's you know ha- latter half of the season, latter third quarter, whatever it was. It was uh, it was bizarre. 
Which is too bad because you know Tyler Ennis, the point guard, could be a really. It could be a type of dandy. <laughs> oh baby. Uh, so, I'll I'll have Kansas beating Syracuse and to create a Florida Kansas matchup. Then I have Florida going to the Final Four, coming out of the South Regional, the number one overall seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think uh, I have Florida VCU. I think that'll be a close game, but eventually, you know, VCU just won't be able to keep up offensively with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Syracuse and Kansas. I think Kansas can break down that zone and just kind of rip it, <laughs> rip it apart. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I, they just have way too many scores. And I mean, they're they're not bad defensively without Joel. I I, I just think that, um, you know, and he probably at that point I'd say will be back. For sure, mm-hmm. um, I, I just I think that you know Syracuse they recruit well and everything, but that 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 gimmick defense goes a long way for yeah. them, I think, in in matchups. And I think that Kansas has probably seen it somewhere at some point, and they they'll know how to handle it. So, and then I have uh, Florida versus Kansas, and I I think uh, Florida will just kind of overwhelm Kansas. I yeah. mean, when they played the first time, they did so. Mm-hmm. All right, so we both have Florida coming out of the South Regional mm-hmm. as part of our Final Four. We go down to the lower left quarter of the bracket with the East Regional. Uh, the South being in Memphis, by the way. And it doesn't... You could say it, it matters you know, for the earlier games, but you know, it's worth mentioning where each of the regionals take place. The yeah. East being in New York. Mm-hmm. Though I'm not sure. It would be, it'd be Madison Square Garden. Or are uh, they going to do like Barclays Center? I don't know why it wouldn't be there. I mean, you'd think it'd be it'd be Madison Square Garden. All right, yeah. another bracket, another drink. St. Patrick's Day. Yes. <laughs> you having that Guinness there? Uh, yeah. I'm stay uh, stay away from that green beer. Oh, I had a bad experience with it one time. Oh no. Yeah. yeah, I went to Buffalo Wild Wings last year, and that was actually during the selections. Especially because uh, St. Patrick's Day was on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and they just did you know green food coloring, which was pretty yeah. good. But we're not going there this year because my brother had already been there for lunch today with his oh. work cohort. So, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Bad. I mean, there's I, I do enjoy some of the specials that they have. Yeah, oh, for sure. So. All right, Virginia is the number one seed here. In this region, and they play Coastal Carolina. I think Virginia has been, you know, playing very hot at the end of this year. They've been winning, you know, the ACC regular season and the tournament. Uh, they're certainly deserving of the number one seed, and even though it's a very surprising number one seed, if you, you know, went to the start of the season, would Virginia be at this point? You wouldn't say so. They didn't even have, you know, big recruiting recruiting class and all that. So. All the kudos to them for getting this far. And, I think. and they had, uh, I mean, they had those new teams join the conference, and Absolutely. they they still dealt with them. So it's been you know since the seventies, the mid seventies, since you know they won the it's, ACC. It's North Carolina, it's Duke, and it's that one time Maryland. Mm, I think that, it, that besides Maryland that, it's two thousand. Besides Juan that, Dixon. It's, I mean, not really been anybody else. So. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, I have Virginia beating Coastal Carolina. Uh, Memphis and George Washington in the 8-9. I have the ninth seed, George Washington, winning. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati and Harvard in the 5-12. And I have Harvard 
and Tommy mm-hmm. Amaker, former Michigan coach, beating Cincinnati, who can struggle to score at times. Yeah. And you know, Harvard, I think, is a you know well coached team. You know, they've they won uh the Ivy League. So they think they're playing rather well right now. Michigan State and Delaware MSU, the four seed. Um now we gotta talk about how all I don't know about all, but five of ESPN's major college basketball analysts, mm-hmm. all of them, all of them have picked Michigan State to win the national championship. Hmm. And I know there are some people here, I can give you the local perspective, some people are, oh, they love the attention. They love it. But I think the, you know, one of the, the main sports radio hosts who is a, you know, bleed green Spartan. And he's been getting on his team's back this year, rightfully so, because, you know, end of the year they struggled. He's not so convinced by the hot weekend. He's hopeful, certainly hopeful, but not convinced. We just got to, you know, throw it in the records there that, you know, like Jay Billis, Seth Greenberg, Digger Phelps, Jay Williams, Dick Vitale. Oh, we love Michigan State! Go Thomas Spartans. So like that's that's the feel around that four letter network. Now granted, this all gets back to the point I haven't beating Delaware, but uh, you know, just the sense right now is that Michigan State is apparently the prohibitive favorite to win it all despite being a four seed. Because at the beginning of the year, they, they had all the talent to be the best you know, team on the floor. So I don't know. What, what do you think of that? With the, I mean, I, I don't think that it's because you do you do have to look at. You can't just look at like what you're doing at the end of the year. You also have to look at the whole season. Mm-hmm. They they had a good start to the year, like a really good start to the year. They upset a few teams, um, but then it, there was like that mid period where they were really struggling. And like, there were some they were injuries, losing like... games to like a few. I think the reason that people are picking them so much is because they are their whole team's healthy yeah. now. And when the whole team's healthy, I think they probably are at least one of the top five teams in the country. Like, they, top to bottom, their whole roster, they're, I mean, they're really good. It, it, the other thing that's surprising about this team is, I believe, if they didn't get to, if they don't get to, like, the Final Four or something, they'll be the first recruiting class of Michigan State to not do that. Under Tom Izzo, yep. Yeah, which is that is you have that's, to add, obviously that's, actually, that's pressure on on the players themselves, but um, I I do think that to, like they're with their whole roster and everything, and when they're healthy, they can beat anybody. I mean, it, again, it's one of those things where if you have a bad game, you you might be the better team, but you you'll lose. So for for correctiveness sake, and I know because we have so many people that listen to the show. But the full statistic of that one, everyone's like, what? what? Is that really true? It's for players under Tom Izzo that stay all four years. Oh, yeah, that's... All of them have gone to a Final Four. This senior class right now is is kind of in danger of breaking that. So that's the stat there. Um, Many, Many programs would love to be able to have stats thrown around like that. Absolutely. I'm sure. No, it's, they, they're, they're a great program. Absolutely. Uh, 
North Carolina against Providence. I've got UNC. Moving on, I think that's, you know, Providence just catching some, you know, bit of a hot streak in the very now just feeble Big East. Uh, uh, Iowa State and NC Central. I don't even know that team at all, but I've liked how Iowa State plays. Uh, so I think they're a, could possibly be a bit, of, a bit of a dangerous team. I'll have them winning in the 3-14. Number 7, Connecticut against number 10, St. Joe's. Give me UConn. Uh, I like you know their, their guard play at this time of the year. And uh, Nova, Villanova against Milwaukee in the 2-15. Give me Villanova. And Milwaukee being, you know, University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee, who they had, they had some sort of viral video going around right now where they, everyone on the team, like they're just having a good time and they're all happy. And it's good to, you know, Pharrell's song, Happy. It's silly. It's weird. <laughs> uh, so that gives me Virginia against George Washington, Harvard against Michigan State, North Carolina against Iowa State, and Yukon against Villanova. All right. Um, so I have Virginia over Coastal Carolina, um, Memphis over George Washington, mm-hmm. uh, Cincinnati over Harvard, Michigan State over Delaware, Providence over um, North Carolina. Ooh. Because I mean, they still did beat a few really good teams at the end of the year. That like they look to me more like the Providence teams that I'm used to seeing. This is going to be um, very interesting that you did that. Go um, on. Like, I mean, uh, the last, I think I wouldn't have done that except for the last game against Creighton. Like, I mean, they went head to head with the best player and outshot him mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow. Um, Iowa State over um, NC Central. Uh, UConn over St. Joe's, and, and I mean, I really wouldn't be surprised if St. Joe's could win that. It's just that I like UConn's strength of schedule compared to theirs yeah. Yeah. a lot more. And, and honestly, you know, they shouldn't be a seven seed. Yeah, um, I mean, I think what gave them that seven seed was the 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 couple of losses they had to Louisville, which mm. a, a lot of people <laughs> lose to Louisville. Yeah. So, um, and then Villanova over Milwaukee. Okay. So that gives me Virginia versus Memphis, Cincinnati versus Michigan State, Providence versus Iowa State, and UConn versus Villanova. Very good. Uh, next round, going to the Sweet 16. Uh, I've got Virginia beating George Washington. You know, that's I don't think that's much of a contest for a, a hot Virginia team. Michigan State over Harvard. You know, Harvard would do well to win a, a 5-12 um, upset matchup, but Michigan mm-hmm. State just you know, playing too well right now. North Carolina beating Iowa State. I'm, I'm, I've got a feeling about this North Carolina team, and I know they've had a couple you know, tough games lately, but this is a team, at least for most of the season, that... They lost some some bad games against some bad teams. But if you look at the teams that they did beat, especially early in the year, it was almost a remarkable streak of, you know, when it came right down to it, when you're playing those tough teams, they found a way to get it done, to get the win. And so I like them at this time of the year, especially with Roy Williams behind the bench. So 
Iowa State, I think, is a good threat, you know, coming out of the, the Big 12, which I know you've, you've, I'm sure you've seen how they play. But I'll take, yeah. I'll take North Carolina and, you know, especially with their guard play, how that's uh, really, you know, shaped up the season for them. I'll take mm-hmm. North Carolina over uh, Iowa State and then UConn over Villanova. I think Villanova is very beatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are a good team. But if, you, if you've seen, like, those Creighton games, the two times they played Creighton and they just got annihilated, mm-hmm. like, that's not the sign of a number two seed. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, Creighton is a three seed, I believe. Yes, a three yeah. seed in this tournament uh, over in the West I, region. I almost thought they should be a two seed. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd say, I mean, they, they probably would have been two seed if, if they had won that game. No, no, they, they did have a, a lot of, of wins on their plate, and that's that's for sure. But I think mm-hmm. you know, UConn can pull another upset there. So I have Virginia against Michigan State. And North Carolina against UConn in the Sweet 16. Um, let's see. I have Virginia over Memphis. Um, Michigan State over Cincinnati. Um, Iowa State beating Providence. And uh, Villanova beating UConn. So that gives me Virginia versus Michigan State. Iowa State versus Villanova. Okay. Very different bottom of the bracket there for us, for sure. Virginia against Michigan State. That's a great, great matchup with how these two teams are playing at the end of the year here. I'll give the Spartans the benefit of the doubt. I think it's, you know, especially for someone that's watched that local team, you know, in the state of Michigan here. It's a tough thing to, you know, count Tom Izzo and Michigan State out. Despite how hot Virginia's been playing, I'll have Michigan State move on to the Elite Eight. North Carolina is going to be my sleeper pick because I think Mm -hmm. if you just pick, if you think logically all the time about March Madness, you're going to trip up somewhere. Mm -hmm. This tournament is not about logic. I mean, that's why we have people pick who don't know anything about basketball. Mascots, the colors, what have you. So... I've got a feeling about North Carolina. I have them going to the Elite Eight against or beating UConn. And then I'll have North Carolina beat Michigan State. A lot of people here that I, I know of, they were saying, as long as you don't play North Carolina. And if I'm not mistaken, North Carolina did beat that healthy Michigan State team mm-hmm. in the beginning of the year. So... I think this is a moment where North Carolina rises to the occasion. You know, a, a Michigan State team that does not make the Final Four. Uh, so I have North Carolina, the sixth seed, coming out of my East bracket, which makes it very different from yours, where you have them getting upset in the first game. <laughs> what about you? Um, I actually, yeah, I have Michigan State over Virginia. Um, and then Iowa State beating Villanova. Yeah. And this is where it comes down to, um, what I was talking about before, two teams that were playing, like, really well at the end of the year. It's that big They won their conference tournaments that, like, I would like to see in different brackets. Um, so I have Michigan State against Iowa State, and I believe Iowa State's going to beat them. 
I, I think they're going to beat them and screw up a lot of people's brackets. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people like outside of you know that haven't watched a lot of the Big Twelve might not understand. I mean, Big Twelve did have the most amount of teams this year in the tournament, um, and I don't think it was a mistake. I think there are a lot of teams. I don't think there was like one team that kind of stood out above the rest. Um, because it was just really competitive. It, in, in a way, it reminded me like of a smaller Big East, where top to bottom it was just hard to find teams. I mean, if you take out TCU, it was hard to find someone who wasn't like you know able to beat one of the other teams in the conference. Um, and they just have three guys who can score on like anybody. I mean, the, the guy who's the player of the year is crazy, all the ways he can score. And I game. just don't. Um, no, it's, um, oh, what's his name? I can't remember. No, he's the, he's the guard. Kane's the guard. Oh, okay. Um, I can't remember. He has like a, like a kind of a weird name. <laughs> I don't know why I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah. He's, um, uh... Yeah, but, um, and like, like our player, one of our players was like also up for the player of the year. But like after watching him, it's like it's just not even close. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's just that good. And and I think they're one of those like, uh, they were down to Baylor in the in the championship game, and they came back from like fifteen behind with like eight minutes left, and they just went like the second half. They just could not be stopped. They were scoring every trip they went down, and um. Melvin I just like Ajim, by the way. Edgem. Edgem, yeah. Edgem, yeah. Um, that's but, not, that's I would not have pronounced it that way. Just like Edgem. Yeah, it 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 was kind of spelled weird. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I like them, and I think that they're like an actual legitimate threat after watching them go through that tournament. Hmm. All right, so you ha- so wait, you haven't beaten Michigan State? Yeah. Damn! All right, Big Twelve represent. I I think that um like it was that was a tough choice for me because all the of course all the experts are telling you no, no this course, yeah. this this hammering it into your head and I'm just like I I I don't know if they'll be able to stop them from scoring <laughs> like if they can get to that point so I I think if they can get to that point I think they can beat them. Hmm. Very interesting. All right, we'll save the that side of the championship uh, for the bracket four when we have the rest of our final four. But mm-hmm. right now, I have Florida, North Carolina, and you have Florida and Iowa State. Let's go to the upper right, the West Regional. Mm, one more drink, and uh, the best team in the West getting the mm. one seed. Yeah, that'd be Arizona. Arizona uh, against Weber State. My goodness, this whiskey is strong. Weber. Mm. Uh, I got Arizona winning that 116 matchup against Weber State. Oklahoma State. There you go. Some some Big 12 love. The 9 upsetting the 8 Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. And that's another team that, you know, we had talked about the, the Marcus Smart suspension and all that and how they lost several games otherwise they were looking like a very strong team yeah and they and they had that like the where they where they got him back and then they just kind of went on like a tear 
Mm-hmm. So it, it, um, we played both of them. They're both pretty good teams. Another five twelve Oklahoma versus North Dakota State. I'll take the Bison to upset number five Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I hadn't heard much about Oklahoma all year, so I'm a little surprised that they're a five seed. Mm-hmm. But so I'll take North Dakota State. You know, very strong defensive team. I believe they finished second in the like regular season really? standings. Yeah. At the same time, though, that Big Twelve, like there was a lot of you know competition, a rather rather deep. Conference. Yeah, I mean, well, it left a gap between them and Kansas as far as records went, mm-hmm. but they they still got the two seed, I think. Yeah. In the, and then San Diego State over New Mexico State. I have that in the the four thirteen. So NDSU versus SDSU, mm-hmm. not North Dakota and South Dakota, but North Dakota and San Diego State. I'll take Nebraska to beat Baylor, uh, an eleven six upset. Nebraska is mm-hmm. a spunky team out of the Big Ten, and yeah, they were on the bubble, uh, but they've got some players who can really turn it up. And I've seen some impressive wins uh, when. You know, especially against Michigan State. Nebraska beat Michigan State during this, you know, downstretch of theirs. So, you know, Nebraska can play well enough, I think, at times. Uh, Creighton over Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, I think Dougie Buckets, like McDermott, is going to have a, a big tournament. I hope so. That, I mean, that would be really cool to see him finish second. Yeah, for white guys, right? <laughs> well, I mean, like that, that's a that's a legitimately amazing record. To be able to like set in this time, yeah. So. Uh, for he's having you no, know, how high has he gotten in the the points all time? Well, he if they said if he averages like however much he's been averaging um, in the tournament and gets to like the elite eight or something, that he'll finish second all time in scoring. Uh, it's it's amazing. Yeah, and it's those out you know, outside shooters. I mean, JJ Redick, you know, remember him having. You know, big, big scoring seasons with well, Duke. And- it, 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 like I really didn't watch too many of his games, but they have other guys that can score and like do things. Like obviously, that's who you want to go to. And I mean, the other night he was, he was doing what he always does, and he was just scoring and keeping them in the game and that kind of thing. But there's other guys in that team that can do stuff. So I think he'll draw a lot of attention and open things up yeah. for other people. Uh, Oregon, I have Oregon beating BYU in the 7-10. Oregon, the 7 seed. And then Wisconsin, the 2 over American, the 15. So for me, it's Arizona against Oklahoma State. North Dakota State against San Diego State. Nebraska against Creighton. And Oregon against Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I have Arizona over Weber State. I have... Oklahoma State over Gonzaga. Um, Oklahoma Oklahoma over North Dakota State. Um, San Diego State over New Mexico State. Uh, Baylor over Nebraska. Creighton over Louisiana Lafayette. And uh, BYU over Oregon. And Wisconsin over American. So you have... Each of your matchups, then? Oh, I have Arizona versus Oklahoma State, Oklahoma versus San Diego State, Baylor versus Creighton, and BYU versus Wisconsin. Very interesting. Uh, next round, give me Arizona to beat Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, a good team, but 
you got to like that backcourt play mm-hmm. uh, for Arizona. That's gonna, I think it's gonna take them pretty far in this tournament. Uh, give the Bison to be Steve Fisher, former Michigan coach during the Fab Five era, uh, to be the San Diego State squad. So give me North Dakota State. Moving on, Nebraska against Creighton. Give me Creighton. I think you know this offensive threat is real, um, and you know it'll be too much for Nebraska and Wisconsin, a, a very stout, big Big Ten school, to to beat up a, a Pac-12 team that can run like Oregon. So Arizona against North Dakota State, another another 12 seed like Stephen F. Austin getting in the Sweet 16 for me. Arizona against North Dakota State and Creighton against Wisconsin. I have Arizona over Oklahoma State. Oklahoma, oh wait, no. San Diego State over Oklahoma. Mm. Um, Creighton over Baylor. And Wisconsin over BYU. So I have Arizona versus San Diego State and Creighton versus Wisconsin. All right, that's starting to look a little more similar between the two. Uh, give me Arizona over North Dakota State. I think just like, you know, Stephen F. Austin, you know, Sweet 16, little Cinderella runs, I think, might only go so far this mm-hmm. year. So Arizona and then Creighton to beat Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's overrated as a two. And, you know, while they do have bigs, I think it's going to be a, a good tournament for Doug McDermott and the Creighton Blue Jays. So Arizona against Creighton in the West Regional and Arizona Moving on as the number one seed to the final four. I have Arizona over San Diego State. Um, and then also Creighton over Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, I like It's just like, I feel like you got to pick a team somewhere where like one player is just going to go yeah. wild. You might as well go with this guy. I mean, that, was, that was the Steph Curry. He does it against everybody. And I mean... We we always root for records and that kind of thing, and and that, just going to be fun to watch, I think. Yeah. So, um, which could lead to like I I think a, a great game where, you know, if in order for Creighton to win, I think he'd have to you know put up like forty or something, but mm-hmm. which I don't necessarily think is going to happen. So I I think Arizona is going to just be a little too much for Creighton. All right, and you have them as your third. Final Four team. Mm-hmm. Um, this bracket. Yeah. <laughs> this region. This this one in the Midwest region in the lower right section of the bracket. It's, a, it's the World Cup equivalent of the Pool of Death. And I know I need my final drink for this one. Mm. Ooh, mama. Okay. This is Wichita State. As the number one seed, the 34-0 team, the last team to do that well since UNLV in 91, I believe. Mm-hmm. The uh, other conference, this was a uh, conference that did have Creighton in it at one point. It would have been nice for them to have oh, a yeah. team like that. If they had beaten Creighton twice, maybe you know the committee would have given them more respect as a result. Not so much. They put them as the number one seed because, you know, it would make no sense to not have an undefeated team not be a number one seed, but that they put them in this just slammed... And and that conference has kind of a prestige behind it in basketball. 
like it's it gets a lot of attention. So obviously a lot of those teams are gone, but um, it you know it's still it still churns out NCAA teams. So absolutely. So I have Wichita State beating the winner of Cal Poly and Texas Southern in the playing game. Kentucky over Kansas State. You know, I think mm-hmm. Kentucky is playing well to an extent. Although you know, listening back to that old episode, this was when Kentucky had the big recruiting class. Yeah. And we're like, oh, Kentucky's ranked number one, the, like they always are, you know, John Calipari. <laughs> it's just uh, they've had a, a different kind of season Yeah. over at Kentucky. Uh, give me St. Louis to win in the 5-12 matchup, the 5 over the NC State Xavier playing game in the 12. Louisville to beat Manhattan in the 4-13. I will take Tennessee mm-hmm. to beat UMass. I think Tennessee wins the playing game against Iowa. And I think they have, you know, solid enough fundamentals in the SEC to beat a team like UMass, who I'm honestly surprised to see at a number six seed. I mean, 24 and 8, I guess that's a good, you know, year, but again, what's your competition? So I'm surprised to see them there. Uh, Duke against Mercer. I'll have Duke, the three fourteen. Some people on the radio thinking that Mercer might be able to upset Duke, and for those that predict that, kudos. <laughs> uh, another uh, team where it's just a I lot would, of seniors. They I think would they play soft. That. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, that sounds like a like a free Cinderella team to get in, mm. like further. Plus, anytime Duke loses, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh, I'll have Texas beating Arizona State. Uh, Texas being the 7 against the 10. And the Michigan Wolverines as the 2 seed. My Michigan Wolverines to beat Wofford. 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 That's a great name, but sorry, can't do it. So, Wichita State against Kentucky. St. Louis against Louisville. Tennessee against Duke. And Texas against Michigan. Um, I have uh, Wichita State over... I'm going to go with Texas Southern. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Uh, let's see. Uh, Kentucky over Kansas State. Uh, St. Louis over Xavier. Um, <laughs> Louisville over Manhattan. Um Tennessee over UMass, uh, Duke over Mercer, uh, Texas over Arizona State, and Michigan over Wofford. That's like the exact same. <laughs> and then Wichita, so Wichita State versus Kentucky, St. Louis versus Louisville, uh, Tennessee versus Duke, and Texas versus Michigan. How about that? That is the exact same. Always strange when that happens to work <laughs> out when our predictions line up. So all of Wichita State beating Kentucky, I think you know people would be surprised by how good Wichita State is, and when they beat a team like Kentucky, I think it'll be good for their confidence. Uh, you'll have Louisville beating St. Louis. Now St. Louis has had a you know, good season, but they've had some games where they've lost that are very questionable. Yeah, and I think Louisville is just playing too well right now. Now I do remember they are the defending champions, uh, so you still have Russ Smith, who is a Dynamic point guard who can take it to the hole as you know as good as anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke beats Tennessee. 
I think Duke's a, a solid team, especially on their outside shooting. And Jabari, Jabari Parker's really coming to his own. I think he's mm-hmm. the better basketball player, but uh, Andrew Wiggins of Kansas is just the, the better athletic talent. Yeah. Uh, Michigan beats Texas. You know, I think people will uh, and you'll be impressed, relatively speaking, by Michigan's team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially Nick Stauskas. Nick Stauskas is the Big Ten Player of the Year, and I think you're going to enjoy watching him if you haven't been catching Big Ten basketball. He mm-hmm. is a delight, out, great outside shooter, but really knows how to take it to the rack, and he's really been helping his draft stock this year. So watch out for Nick Stauskas in Michigan. Uh, so Wichita State against Louisville and Duke against Michigan. I have Wichita State beating Kentucky, um, Louisville beating St. Louis, uh, Duke beating Tennessee, and Michigan beating Texas. All right, so it's the same again. It's chalk. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Before making it through to the Sweet 16. But I'll have Louisville ending Wichita State's run just like they did in the Final Four last year. Ouch. I think you know Louisville's <laughs> playing too hot right now. Did you see the game in the American tournament, the American Athletic Conference, the AAC as opposed to the ACC? Louisville against Rutgers. Did you happen to catch that uh, one of the I final score? No, I didn't. Louisville beat Rutgers, and Rutgers a team that will be in the Big Ten next year. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for this one. Final score. Well, actually, let's let's say at, at halftime. Halftime, I believe it was fifty-eight to sixteen. At halftime. Yeah, that sounds about like the score then when we played Texas. Final score: <laughs> ninety-two to thirty-one. Louisville over Rutgers. Well, Rutgers is starters. The whole the whole team rather for Rutgers. Did not outscore Louisville's bench. Hmm. It's pretty pretty bad. So I think Louisville's a very hot team. I have them uh, beating Wichita State, who I think is a good team, but I think Louisville, you're running into a buzzsaw right there. And uh, I have Duke beating Michigan. I've seen Michigan be too inconsistent this year at times. While they have had signs of greatness, uh... I don't think they can match the sometimes miraculous run of last year's tournament run with Trey Burke, with Tim Hardaway Jr. I think you have good talent on this Michigan team, but it's also a very young team. And I think, you know, the the experience with Mike Krzyzewski and Duke and the players he has, I think, takes him to the Elite Eight. So it's Louisville and Duke, which is a matchup, a rematch of that game with the God, can you believe, believe it's a year? The horrendous Kevin Ware leg injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have Louisville coming out of this region of death as the four seed, which I I think that's a travesty that they're a four seed. I, and I think, Louisville to make it to the final four. I think it motivates them to yeah. take the death bracket. I mean, think about it. Like, it's... It, if they had been like a higher seed or something, they'd be much more prone to being upset. If you think of it that way, yeah. so if anything, I think the lower seeding kind of did them a favor. 
which a lot of people, you know, everyone's going to be mad about it. But in the NCAA tournament, sometimes that's not that bad. Yeah, um, which top state is the number one seed you want to face? Especially when situation. you're already in, like, a hard bracket as it is. Like, who cares? Like, everybody's got to play somebody. So, And as a four, you're facing, when you're facing the you know, lowest ranked number one seed. I exactly. Mean, that's what exactly. you want. I, I, yeah. So, um, I, so I have Louisville beating Wichita State. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't think twice when I picked this because they are the defending champs. Yeah. They do probably do feel like they've been a little bit disrespected with their seed. And, um, you know, I, I feel like if they had been like a two or a three, like no one would have said anything. But um, I just think they'll be too much for Wichita State, mm-hmm. um, which is a, they're a very good team. Like I, again, like I was saying, I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the Final Four. Um, but the, it's just they've got that experience and and you know a coach who's seems to have played against everybody ever. <laughs> he's got his kid at minnesota who missed the cut yeah um so um and i i I do think um i do think michigan can be duke and i think they will be duke Hmm. um and i think it's been more right about these kind of picks so i approve of this it's okay um well like uh you know even going back to um you know when when beeline was here you know, he, he got a lot of games in against Mike. So uh, I, I think that they're very familiar with each other. And um, I, I, I just think that it'll probably be one of those games where Michigan just gets hot from beyond the arc or something. And, and, and you know, Duke can do the same thing. But, like, I don't know. It'll, I, I feel like it's all going to sync up somehow where that game's just going to be lopsided. If I remember correctly, Michigan beat Duke in last year's tournament as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they're both very familiar with each other. I think it can go either way, but I like Michigan. I think um, you know that they had a. I think they had a better season overall, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure Duke isn't happy with their three seed. It's the first time they're not two seed in a long time. Wow. Um, usually they're one or two, like every year. And I think if they had a, a better ACC tournament, they would have had a two C for sure. Because yeah. as far as the rankings go, they were right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that sets up Louisville and Michigan. That's a rematch of the finals last year. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for Michigan, I think it's going to go the same way. Um, you know, uh, I, I I just think that. You know that that pressure defense that they they just do so well, and I, I don't know. I mean, they're really good in transition. Um, I mean, you could watch you could just watch the game last year, and like he, Michigan had a surprising performance from you know their backup point guard, and um, you know this is a good game for a while and everything. I I still think it would be a really good game. But I like Louisville in that matchup. All right, so our final four. We each have Florida, Arizona, and Louisville. But I have North Carolina, and you have Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Each coming out of the East region, 
We're everybody at Michigan State, baby! It's buttons! So let's get... <laughs> I'm sorry, I think that'll be the last Dick Vitale. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so let's get to our final four. On the left side of the bracket, I have Florida beating North Carolina. I think, you know, their luck only goes so far. And, you know, this is a team that has been on a hot streak for a long time. So I have Florida beating the national championship. Mm-hmm. On the right side, I have, you know, we have Arizona and Louisville, both of us. And I have Louisville Cardinals. They're playing hot right now. I don't see anyone beating this team. So mm-hmm. I have Florida and Louisville, and I have the Cardinals of Louisville. Repeating as national champions, which I know is very difficult to do in college yeah. basketball. But I think, like you said, you know, the the motivation of the lower seed and you know They should have never given them that seed. There you know, everybody, was... everybody right now is saying Oh, like we feel bad for the back. I think later everyone's gonna be like, "Why did we do that?" <laughs> they tried to make this great basketball conference in the AAC, and the committee gives them no respect. And Louisville was not even, you know, there wasn't even any competition. They breezed through that entire tournament. Did you see the last, like, not the last time they played UConn, and but the time before that that they played UConn? I think I did. They almost doubled up the score. It was like yeah. it was like eighty-five to forty something. They're to UConn, team. to UConn. Yeah, nobody does that to UConn. Well, it is you know no longer Jim Calhoun there, but still, it's Boatwright, and they still got good players there. So I have Louisville as my national champions for this bracket. What about you? Well, um. So on the left side, I have Florida versus Iowa State. I think Iowa State upsets Florida. Oh, it's probably what I would say. Like I know it's not seeding wise; it's not that big of an upset. But I think that's going to be one of the biggest upsets of all time. It's a big one. Um, I I just I don't know. I think it's one of those things where. Remember where I was telling you about like how if you watch a team enough, like you you get like a really good idea. And last year for me it was Louisville. I watched them through the whole tournament, like the their whole tournament before their uh, conference tournament. And I was like, nobody's gonna be able to stop them at all. Yeah. And I mean Iowa State kind of did that same thing where I was just like, I don't know how you're supposed to stop this, like. They had like two or three guys that you just. I was like, how do you, how do you handle the forward? How do you handle handle the guard? Like I, I don't know. And th- and then their best player isn't even one of those two guys. Like, so uh, I I think that and if, if something like that happened, I would just be so happy. Like I wouldn't care who won the national championship. <laughs> I'd just be like, because I honestly think that one seeds and stuff like most of the time that's kind of boring. Like yeah. having them in the national championship game. So, and then of course on the other side, I have the same thing as you. I have Louisville beating Arizona, mm. which sets up a three-four matchup, which I think would be a really good game. That would be great. And, but I also have Louisville repeating. Uh, be, how in the world did this happen? I don't know. <laughs> It, they're an impressive team, and we're looking at their talent, and 
You just think who can stop them? The, um, the way they're playing right now, and they have that championship pedigree and experience with their coach. And it, it's almost seemed to just always work out this way. <laughs> Great minds think alike, as it were. Um, what about scores? Oh, gosh. I, I, final game. Uh, um, let's see. I'll say Louisville 72, Florida 67. I'm going for the high-scoring game. Louisville 90. Oh. <laughs> Iowa State 87. <laughs> wow, that's like no defense at all. Well, I, th- I honestly think that if those two played each other, Louisville would have to score that many points to win. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know. I, 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 of course, this is all based on Iowa State being able to just score on everybody. Which I think they can, but like... I honestly think that in order to beat them, you've got to outscore them. I, I don't think you can stop them. So, hmm. should right. make for a lot of high-scoring, thrilling games. Absolutely, <laughs> well, we'll see what happens after. I, I have to write down your final four and all that. And then I write, write down the scores too. Oh, that's right. So that's we can right. be later when it's like fifty to fifty-four. We can be like, oh. So I said 72-67, and you said 90-87. Okay, all right. We'll have that in our show notes. But we'll get back to more sports stories and mixing in the college basketball tournament uh, in a couple weeks' time. You know, there were stories like, you know, Phil Jackson, uh, you know, finally signing with the Lakers to be their president of basketball operations. That was a, was a surprise. Hmm. Uh, and then not much else has happened in the sports world. I think, I don't know, it was like, I saw like, I think I retweeted, it was like there was an earthquake somewhere and they were shooting like live something on ESPN and like they had the footage of the people like walking around being like, what's happening? Well, that was today, the, the earthquake. Yeah. And yeah, there's a, like KTLA in Los Angeles. They were like, Earthquake! It's an earthquake, and the, this one guy freaks out. Uh, Terrell Davis over on the NFL Network. It is Terrell Network. Davis, yeah. Yeah, it's NFL Network, and he's just like standing around like, what's that? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but it was only like a 4.4. I mean, granted, I'm glad it's not more. I'm glad that you know no one was hurt, etc. But I had a lot of you know Los Angeles friends who were like, they're like, I woke up because it was at you know 6.30 or whatever in the morning out there. And it's just like, if I were out there, I'd already be up at that time. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's us uh, breaking down the bracket for the 2014 NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Uh, join our group for the Show Me Your News Network. You can find more information on that in the Down the Sidelines section of showmeyournews.com slash forum. Mm-hmm. Also in our notes here, uh, our Down the Sidelines you know episode uh, at showmeyournews.com slash DTS, but the Place where you likely downloaded this episode, if not on iTunes. Uh, we also have the link to join our group there. Of course, Thursday at noon is the deadline, so get your picks in, even if you're picking it by color or which mascot would kill which in a fight. <laughs> even crazy things like that. Or if you're going to be like us and try to think logically with a bit of 
madness, as it were. <laughs> so oh, we both pick Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> defending national champs. Let it let it happen. Uh, so there's the champs until they're beaten. There you go. It's it doesn't happen often, but there there's a Queen song about it. You could say. And because we didn't pick Michigan, they'll win the national championship. No, don't say that. No, that's craziness. No, that's not going to happen. Can Can Michigan State play Michigan State for the national championship? I don't know. Those are both the it's same. It's a team. guaranteed way to win. I think you mean Michigan and Michigan State. I know. No, that's no. I mean Michigan State, Michigan State. Oh, according to the experts. Then all the experts would be right. Oh, wait. I already said that'd be the last decade, me. <laughs> and on that note, a bombshell is time to end. So with that, I'm Peter. And I'm Joel. Hope you enjoy the week in sports. It's madness. <laughs>